the fourth winningest franchise in the league since 2000. All right, that means in the upper quartile of winners, we're in the top quartile of that upper quartile. You want to bet against this guy? Put your money down, people. <laughs> Love to see it. Love to see it. No, the game is not different. We don't build rockets to go to Mars. We're not nuclear scientists. That is none of our jobs here. It's a very simple jobs that we do here. I don't know how to make sausage. I don't know what goes into sausage. But I do know how to build a football team because I've been around for 52 years. There is no problem of perception, except some of you guys make a problem of perception, but you need hits, so you got to do it. I understand. I do the same thing. I was a broadcast journalism major, too. I don't know. You guys ever held accountable to your editors bringing in and say, well, you wrote that stuff. It was all wrong. You're fired. But I'm not sending a fighter in the ring I love, you know, when I, 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 I think that, that it's time and let him get pummeled. No. You know, certain people just have it. They have it. And, and, and you see it when, when you know it. I've never hired a losing head coach. We're the fourth winningest team in the league. It's not about belief, it's about fact. What we've done, we're better than most all. It's that simple. Our record proves it over a period of time. So you don't have to believe much, but it's there in black and white. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. You thought we had news last week? You thought the trade deadline was was something? Bitch, you thought. Mm. That's all I got to say. Aiden, break me off with a little something, something. Do you want to talk about the games, or do you want to just get straight into the situation happening in Indy for our Should dear we do boy what we did? Let's do what we did last week. Let's fly and then hit because these news, these news things okay. directly. All right. Speaking of flying, fight Eagles. Fight Eagles. Yeah. Beat the Texans twenty nine to seventeen. That was Thursday night football last week. A week ago from, well, no, tonight is Wednesday night. So a week ago in a day, we have. Jalen Hurts leading an undefeated team that is 8-0. They are not being stopped by anybody. I think they're going to pick up a loss, and I think it's going to be soon. I don't know if it's going to be this coming up week when they play in primetime again, but I think it's going to happen soon. I do not see this team uh, playing down the stretch undefeated. What about you? The Eagles? Yeah, you think I mean, they're going to make it I don't the whole think way undefeated? Go, no, not the whole way, but they're they're fucking excellent. Like, and Jalen yes. Hurts is an MVP candidate. Like, and they're certainly uh, a team to beat in the NFC. I just mean, I think one of those losses is going to come soon. I mean, I, if it does, I could see it. Like, the the only ones I could see, if I'm just off the top of my head, is like the Cowboys are in their division and also kicking ass. They're not undefeated, but they're in their division and they're kicking ass. Um. And they've they already beat them once, but but no, I I don't see the team going undefeated. I mean that fucking never happens, but um I could see them taking it for a few weeks still, like m- m- until I think they have the Cowboys pretty soon. Um, so we'll see. I'm no, looking. I, I, yeah, they have like Indy coming up, then Green Bay, then when, Tennessee. When? When? Okay. Well, in Indy, November twentieth, Green Bay twenty seventh, December fourth, Tennessee, December eleventh, Giants, December eighteenth, Chicago, Christmas Eve, Dallas. That's at Dallas. That's a loss. Um, versus the on New Year's Day against New Orleans, and then it. I think I heard in the season. I think I heard Giants. like three that I think they could drop. 
I think they could lose to the Titans. I think they could lose to the Cowboys. And I think they could lose to um, the Giants one of the two times. Yes, correct. Yeah, I this is all to say, I think the Eagles are one of the best teams, quite obviously. I just don't foresee them going eight or undefeated the whole way. I think they could drop one soon. But it's it's I'm always hesitant to pick against them on an upset for the jersey bet, which Luke picked up another win. He is now up by three or four, I think. Not great for me. We're at about the half. Yeah, you're up by three. We're at about the halfway point if you count in um, playoffs. So I still have time. Yeah. All right, let's get into the rest. Chargers beat the Falcons. Congratulations to Brad, to Justin Herbert. We'll, yeah, they tried to lose. We will see how they play in primetime Sunday night this week. Dolphins versus Bears, I'm going to hover over for a few seconds, okay? Some important tidbits coming out of this game. Firstly, the combination of Tua, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddell is elite. It is, like, impossible to defend with a shit defense, and it is really hard to defend with a good defense. They're so fast, and they're so good, and Tua can't throw the ball incredibly deep, but what he can do is throw it pretty much on the money and throw it with touch, in the intermediate to short area. And that's what he did. And they diced us up. We had nothing for them. Tyreek with 140 again. He's absolutely like walking the whole league in, in receiving yards. That All that I mean, said. He's he's broke 1,100 already. It, like, yeah. This is. is it was impressive to watch. Like, is Are, he going to go for two grand? It, he might. If be people can't stop fucking it. So our defense had no answers for them the whole game until we really needed it at the end. And then we'll get to that. The only difference in this game really was a block punt for a touchdown because Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears offense outscored the Dolphins, which I find to be incredible, especially after how we were playing a few weeks back, three or four weeks back. Ever since I jokingly said Justin Fields clicked, he has. He is now an elite weapon in the league, provably through some of these games recently. He ran for 178 yards, including one of the coolest 62-yard rushes you'll ever see where he gets ready to throw it over the middle and pump bakes it and takes it up the left side of the field. Um, that broke the that broke the NFL record for regular season for Michael Vick. That alone was crazy. He also had three passing touchdowns, two to Cole Komet, which is cool to see, and he had a couple plays deep to Claypool where we were trying to feature him uh claypool anything he can contribute early is great because he just got there a few days earlier he dropped one screen it's okay and then he basically on the deep balls drew one pi and then on the last one should have had a pi which was the deciding factor in the game he doesn't get that flag on a third and long justin fields has to convert a fourth and ten rolls out hits a equanimia st brown dead on balls accurate luke dead on balls my cousin Vinny. Right on his mitts, <laughs> and it just ricochets out off the back. Like, that's the game. Justin has this elite game. One of those performances where I watch a guy like Josh Allen, Pat, sometimes recently uh, hurts, and I'm like, damn, this guy can do no wrong. Like, he is in full control. He is going to make every play. Justin was doing that for the whole game. It was crazy I mean, his to confidence, see. His confidence looks like it's, like, boosting week in and week out. And how – how do you feel if you're the front office right now and you, like you, you double down, you bet on him, you go out and get a receiver and uh, before the trade deadline. And even, the, even though the, even though the Claypool doesn't have like eye popping numbers in that game, the field gets stretched out and Justin breaks the fucking it's, it's the single season uh, or single, single game quarterback rushing record. 
fran- 50 or of black the regular slick season. back hair wigs. 50 black slick back hair wigs. <laughs> um, no, okay, so 170. he goes for 178 on the ground as a QB. The only person to, I think, do more. Three touchdowns total, passing and one total touchdown. Total is uh, Kaepernick in the playoffs uh, is the only yeah. QB to run for more in NFL history. So it's, hits, his, it, hits a silly touchdown in the corner of the end zone to Darnell Mooney in there, too. Great I'm, route. I think that... Um, nobody's nobody's returns are paying off at a higher clip over the last few weeks than Justin Fields. No one's. Nope. It's, they it's, would not uh, have made that very impressive. The decision to get Claypool if he hadn't started to flash. And well, now that they made that decision and he went and did that, they're looking very smart for it. But they opinion. could even Fields could continue Fields could have been flashing and lots of other Bears regimes I've seen in my thirty years would have not went and got him a weapon regardless. They'd have been like, all right, well next year and and, and then fuck it up. I'm gobsmacked, impressed, kind of annoyed that mm. they're not fucking this up. Uh, so good for you. And I can't wait to talk about a little bit more about how we uh, snake that out from underneath another team who's having a terrible time. So uh, to close and put a button on the Bears, they lose the game, which sucked because we should have won that game by every right, by how we were marching down, how our offense was operating, and how that should have been pass interference. However... Our defense was one of the worst defenses I've ever seen. And what can you expect when you trade away Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn? But we had no pass rush. We couldn't do anything to stop these wide receivers. There was fear in their eyes because of the speed. And I guess it is to be expected. But if Justin's going to win these games, we can't give up 35 points. We can't have a blocked punt for a touchdown. Like, no, the special teams thing is 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 uh, something that needs to be fucked with. But the, there's not much you're gonna do against Tua, who is also in the running for MVP right now. And yes. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill are over two grand right top now five. combined. Top five, like, in yeah, the top five, and over two grand combined. It was like, it, it's 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 unbelievable. And the, and the people that like are in second yeah, and third, that's like, to say it's uh, not like just the Jefferson Bears and stuff. We're not close. Like they, it's like. 1100 for Tyreek and then it's like eight something for like Justin it's uh, like Jefferson Justin and, and Stefan Diggs yeah. and a couple and others they're like but deadlocked like, they're like 856 853 or something like that it's not uniquely a Bears defense problem for th- this duo no, not there but not there Justin and the Bears offense had their best performance I've seen in years the most exciting time for a Bears fan is now but we still lost the game so yeah. whatever whatever to a team that to a team that might make a deep playoff run maybe go to the Super right Bowl. but we could have dropped one we yeah. could have dropped him and the league even came back and said that should have been pass interference and the call on eddie jackson which was a de facto touchdown because it was in the end zone was not a pass interference we did petition the league uh as a team and they came back and said they were wrong on both which is cool to know cool to know okay uh panthers drop a game again to the Bengals. Bengals absolutely thrashed them Joe Mixon had like a record fantasy day where he had five touchdowns. It was insanity. He had four touchdowns on the ground and one through the air, I believe. I don't really have much else to say. I don't even know. Is was it Baker playing quarterback in this one? Who yeah, was? Yeah, he came, uh, he came. He started the second half. Um, Baker hmm. did, so he didn't start the game. He started the second half. <clears throat> and um, didn't they just activate Darnold? Rough. Um, I'm not for sure on that. I the Panthers uh, have have lost my attention. Um, okay i'll I'll look let's talk about a better one then (laughs) packers lions lions come out on top luke in your the one split pick we had last week and you take it which i can't even be mad about does oh mm. lions nine points they give up nine 
fucking points, dude. I just Nine can't believe it. Times. Like the Packers are st- even like you know Rogers bitches about these receivers, but like the, the Packers don't. The Packers typically put up much more than that, and the Lions are giving up like thirty points a game. So it's pretty it's pretty insane. And I mean, you watched it more than I did because I was deadlocked on the Vikings. But I know that Rogers threw three count them three red zone interceptions. One of which was like he drove down the field to win the game and still fucked up. Yeah, how's so, that feel? At how's one point, I had an empty house. I had coffee and everything I needed to be ready for football in the morning. I had my iPad and my phone and my television in front of me, and I had every NFC North team pulled up all in one noon time slot. And I was in Nirvana. It was football heaven. All the games were great and very close. It was in the second half. I had this moment where I was like, whoa, this is it. This is why I love football. And one of the coolest parts was that the Vikings, or sorry, the Packers and the Lions were in a deadlocked battle throughout this game, and I was like legitimately hoping for the upset, even though I chose for the jersey bet the Packers. So, in the red zone, Aaron Rodgers throws one interception, ricochets off of a helmet. He throws another interception on a trick play leak out from Bakhtiari, who's an offensive lineman declared eligible. And he underthrows it or throws it flat, and Aiden Hutchinson just jumps up, leaking out of his DN spot, and intercepts it in the end zone. Turnover again. He throws another one um, to the safety, if I'm not mistaken, like Kirby Joseph, I think his name is. Um, what else? He had another like one that was really close to being caught, tipped from underneath from the safety, and you could just see Aaron Rodgers turning and fucking yelling, mother effer, freaking out having sideline tantrums and this team is imploding in real time in front of us. It's awesome to see. It's what we wanted to see the last few years after all the bullshit he put us through. But what I really want to talk about is what me and you have been talking about privately. And that's all of his fucking narratives and talk that he's having outside of the football, like immediate sphere with his, I guess it's not out of the sphere, but you know what I mean? Talking with Pat McAfee and shit. Talk me through well, that week. Well, and I think we've talked about it on air uh, too. It's just like every like every week, you know. And I also talked about how like you know I think I called it Tom Brady's podcast. I was wrong. That's a serious XM radio show, but it's still the same idea. Like it's a we're in a different world when like I don't think Tom Brady in his prime or Aaron Rodgers in their prime when they are. I mean, when they are at the at the top of their game. I mean, you hear Rodgers tell it. He is the defending two-time MVP. So, like, on Pat McAfee, he says this stuff after dropping another game. Um, I don't know if Brady takes time out of his week to to do a radio show. I don't know if Tom if, if Rodgers takes time. In fact, I know they didn't because it didn't – and, you know, media is different, but they just didn't do it. Like, we didn't hear this stuff. And, you know, that's – it's one thing for players to have a voice and a personality. And they should. They should. Like, it's not shut up and dribble. And I don't think that that's – ever the way it should be but when you're the leader and you stand on a moral high ground the more vocal you've become over the past years in Aaron Rodgers the more and more you stand on a vocal high ground um to to be the self-proclaimed leader uh in the locker room the thing that directly negates that is how divisive his comments are like it's always throwing somebody else on the team under the bus it's always like to the point where, you know, even you said, like, this guy threw three picks. He directly cost them the football game against a very Aaron bad Aaron Rodgers lost that football game. Right. And and even 100%. still, like, to, to the point where 
pundits on ESPN, like on on Sports Center, not like in opinion shows, like on Sports Center, are like, oh, who um, Rogers run out of people he'll be able to blame on this one and like stuff like that. Like it's just a joke now. Like like you this can't is the guy beat who... the historically bad defense Lions, and you're the direct cause, and then it's you're gonna a... go on Pat McAfee's show. And basically just say, like, I'm not the – yeah, I did some bad things. But he essentially hedged it by saying, like, but it's worked so many times. So why who, would I change? And Who would if, get away with it? Oh, I just mean who would get away with it? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. You, you were gone. No, I'm just saying, like, you go and do all that and then you start basically mentioning, like, I'm going to be a warrior and I'm going to be the eternal optimist and I'm going to be in that huddle. And if you want to ride with me, he's trying to be all philosophical and stuff, trying to be smart when he I'm starting to just think he's not that smart. And he's like, are you they can ride with me or they can't. OK, buddy, you have time to say all this shit. You're talking a lot. But what you're not obviously doing is trying to go spend that time building rapport with your wide receivers who are rookies, not really expected to come in and know every single nuance of an NFL route tree with options on mm-hmm. it. And you're not willing to do that. You're just willing to talk shit about them and saying they're making a bunch of mistakes. And that's why. That's why you're losing. It's not my fault. I'm a two-time MVP. So well, not you're arrogant. Games, he, right. He's not just losing games. He's, he's losing the locker room. And putting the organization in a difficult spot too, because like I, I'd love they to did see go it, and pay. Quite frankly, like, I've well, been I mean, waiting me too, to see as a as a fan. But like they they handcuff themselves if they like you know people are like, do you play Jordan Love and see what's up? The season's if the season's lost and everything else, it's like, dude, no, you'd have to think that that front office, much like my hair, has their patience is thinning. <laughs> No, I mean, of course it is, but and and Lafleur and him seem on different pages in the media every week. We hear him airing his grievances uh, every week about uh, the organization and his teammates and and where things need to happen and stuff. I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I don't. I don't necessarily see him as a leader. And you're allowed to say whatever you want when you're the one that is like leading the team to victory when you're the one that's losing the game then that's where like it starts to 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 wane on people you can eat shit and then and then walk into the press conference and say broncos country let's ride and put it on yourself and it's like it's annoying and it's basic but i'd rather take russell wilson or some or or kirk cousins or josh allen who calls himself out immediately it's like the quarterback played like shit or something like that and just and just eat it and you lost the game you know what I mean, and and that's that. But Rodgers is past that point in his career, and now it's, you know, it's the it's the it's the pat on the back tour. It's the I'm the, I'm the reigning two time MVP tour, and it's like cool. I mean, then put up your numbers, have a good time getting stats. Your team's fucked. That you're in an insurmountable Dude, that team hole is in the so NFC North. Like, fucked. I, they have so many injuries just in this last game alone. And, and they're about to play you, the I, Dallas Cowboys. He has a no trade clause, I believe, so he gets to choose where he goes. If if they were to get if they were to try to move him, they they owe him a lot of money. Like I think it's dead cap. Didn't they give him like a like a hundred million dollar deal or something yeah. stupid? Like yeah. it's for a two year, three year. I don't know. Like they're in a very tricky spot. And there's know, a couple QBs remember, that got record money this season, or really large amounts of money that are playing god awful you can talk about russell aaron Rodgers, kyler murray to an extent i think it's safe to say i think rogers took, i think rogers took shots at espn pundits too on like the most recent why one. he was just like he's like yeah whatever and you know what, what they're gonna say about me or whatever like yeah, like stuff like that too it's like i think he's like just 
he's just pissed, man. He's he's just blame gaming it. He doesn't like it. Um, I just had a weird thought, and hit me with it. It's gonna it's gonna spread it up. It's gonna tease something that everybody's talking about. We already know, but there was a guy that played center for Aaron Rodgers late in his career that uh, is is head coach of a team that needs a quarterback. Um, uh-huh. That's all I'll say. So maybe uh-huh. maybe something happens there. Colts. That's Saturday. foreshadowing, Let's go. my friend. Let's just go straight to Colts losing to the Patriots, twenty-six to three. The subsequent aftermath of this loss oh causes my. Jim Ursay, owner of the Colts and uh, Renaissance man, all around, all around good guy. I mean, he's maybe just sold a few drugs. But canning Frank Reich can't not canning GM uh, Chris Ballard, but he canned the head coach. And then who did what happened? Like, walk me through it. The Monday, so Monday mornings, the Grim Reaper walks into different offices of the of the Colts fucking uh, office and the or head like fucking front organization, and they they come. He comes in and knocks on a door, and then like a trail of blood leaves, and it's like offensive coordinators are getting the hook. Matt Ryan got the hook in favor of Sam Ellinger, uh, and most recently Frank Reich, Frank Reich who went like. Off the top of my head, I think it's like 44, 30, and 1 or something with the with the teams that he was like dealt. And don't get me wrong, some of the decisions are on him. I'm not the biggest Frank Rag fan in the world, but the record speaks for itself. Uh, the Colts go and uh, hire Jeff Saturday. Speaking of ESPN pundits, uh, Jeff Saturday is on my tv every day like so no nfl coaching experience no college coaching experience uh he was the head coach of like a high school a couple times like in georgia or something um but okay none of that no this guy is off of straight off of get up get up and first take an nfl live and shit like it's it is i mean it's not i can't say unprecedented in the world uncommon but uncommon to say the least uh to just give somebody off the streets a job i mean it's not off the streets it's not like he's a nobody he's in the ring of honor for indianapolis um he was the center for peyton manning for all those years uh super bowl champion hall of famer if i'm not incorrect there or certainly in the ring of honor for the Colts. maybe not a hall of famer um but who are they bypassing to just essentially nepotism hire this guy not only that, but there's head coaches in that in that building already. Like, isn't John mm-hmm. Fox there? And like there's stuff multiple. like that. Like, so you know, we've got we've got no OC. It's like Parks. What? Like, who is it? Parks. Whoever is. That's why their, I had you set it up uh, because I have been not in the loop on this, but it is some thirty year old guy who's new. I think who's never called plays. He's played a little bit. He played a little bit of QB in the league for like a hot second. Um, but it also – so here's the thing. It's an interim head coach, right? Interim head coach hire. So, yes, we are we can scream Rooney rule. Um, yes, we can scream uh, nepotism. Both are fair. Both are fair criticisms. We are in the middle uh, – I think Mad Dog Russo made a good point saying we are in the middle of the season and we just fired a coach two weeks ago. I don't know how we could interview the people, yada, yada. That said – there's something that rubs it the wrong way to me. And the best way I can put it is to be a selfish bitch and think about my own life. I remember when I was interning somewhere and there's a, there was a pool of interns, unpaid interns. Right. And we're, we're corralled and we do all this stuff and we're there for long days and everything. And like in that, in that like tenure, 
an assistant gets hired from off the street who gets like a salary and given a laptop from the company and all this stuff. And we're like starving college kids. Right. And so with that, and we're like, how do you not hire one of us? You know what I'm saying? Who's, who's in the building every day and, and who's like, you know, like seemingly put in the work. I have to imagine a lot of people on that staff feel that way. Yeah. It's all about paying your dues. And when you just skip every step, it's going to definitely rub a lot of people the wrong way. And they're going to, I don't know, man. It's just a, it's just an idiotic thing to do, in my opinion. It's stupid, and it, and it, I mean, it it is stupid. If it works out, it's gonna look fucking amazing. But the the ceiling, uh, is it feels unattainable. Like and this is gonna, not like, a good cold the steam best case scenario. Right now. No, no, this cold steam is dug into a fucking hole. Dude, like, I was so of it high is on this cold steam coming into the year. And all of a sudden, we're at a situation at the midway point where people are openly speculating that they're going to be in tear down, tear down, tanking, rebuild mode. And selfishly, as a Bears fan with a defensive head coach who's been a defensive coordinator there, I want us to pilfer some of that good talent. I want us to get some of those key defensive players. I'll give you a late round pick for DeForest Buckner and take his contract on. Yeah, I'll take Shaq Leonard. Go ahead. Send me Shaq Leonard. Reich said that they might play all three quarterbacks this season. Like they're, they're like what the fuck's going on? I heard that they like, sat. I heard Ursay sat Matt Ryan so he wouldn't have to pay extra for playtime. Is that right? I just that's what I, I heard. And also, it shocked me when like the Matt Ryan thing was like official. Like it, it, I so rarely is it like we went and got this guy in the offseason and like he's benched for Sam for the season. Like that is that was a, a potential Hall of Fame quarterback. A weird who's had throw. insane stats, and yeah. yes, he did play really bad football. Captain. And yes, this he has team, a C on his jersey. Dude, this team underwhelmed in such a way that I haven't seen in a while, and it wasn't even like the whole team got decimated with injuries. Yes, there were injuries. Yes, Darius Leonard, Shaq Leonard wasn't playing for a lot of it. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor was in and out, but like, dude, Matt Ryan was dropping snaps like. Your team was playing terribly. Your wide receivers I mean, could use it just a feels, boost. It feels criminally mismanaged over there. Yeah. Um. And Ursa looks weird. And and and, to, and let's be fair, this is a team that has had multiple uh head coaches, black black coaches. Tony Dungy uh was a hire that like got his first head coaching gig. No, sorry, second head coaching gig, I believe. I think he was a head coach in Tampa Bay before. Um. But got it. Got a head coaching gig and won a Super Bowl. First black coach to do so for the Colts. Caldwell was the head coach for the Colts. Um, it, it's not as though they haven't hired black candidates uh, in the past and had great success with it. I believe that this is probably just to the end of the season, and they're just bringing in a guy that the that they know uh, to finish it out because they want to lose a bunch of games and then draft somebody. They are probably like. Fuck man, they might go after Deion Sanders. Like they might go after like uh, a, a a name. I don't think that there's Dude, any Mina way Kimes Jeff is Saturday. Be the head coach. <laughs> I don't think that there's any way Jeff Saturday is still the head coach of the Colts at the beginning of next season, unless unless he wins. They kill like, it. I mean, he's gonna have to win like like more than half of the rest of the games. 
and that okay, would fuck Luke, the organization if, if worse, you don't to be think with you. that Jeff Saturday is going to go on to be the head coach after the interim tag, why would he go out as the owner and get him and not just have a scapegoat guy already on staff to uh you know what I mean? I to take know, the dude. hit. I don't, I don't know. I, that's what I'm saying. It's a head scratcher. I don't, I have, I have no good theories on it. Like the, the only good theory I have is the obvious one. This is my friend and I want to hire him. Like the only good theory I have is the obvious one. This is the guy who played for the Colts. He should coach the Colts. Like other than that, what is there? Uh, like, I don't know. Do, was Ditka, was, did Ditka have any coaching experience before he was know. the head coach of the bears? Like, I mean, maybe I that's something. I to, told like, you I'm, already, I don't know. You don't ask me Dicker questions. Well, I'm, <laughs> I did I'm just prep. curious. It's like, it's, it's, no, it's yeah, not something like, you know, Caldwell kicked around, not Caldwell. Um, who's the coach of the Campbell? Dan Campbell kicked around in this league for a long time before getting a head coaching gig. There's a lot of coaches that have kicked around in this league a long time before getting a head coaching gig. It looks, it looks how it looks. And we can move on. Yeah. Not a fan. Okay. Here's I one love that... Saturday. I am a fan of him as a player, a dude, <clears throat> like an analyst, like. But I think it looks. Eh. This one is of practical importance for your matchup coming up this week. But the Bills drop a game to the Jets. Jets come out on top, twenty to seventeen. Josh Allen self-admittedly had a bad game, threw two interceptions. He did have like almost a hundred yards rushing with two rushing touchdowns. One of which was really cool, and he did like a little flip up, and that was early in the game. Um, however, he gets hit right as he throws. It's like perfectly a, a chop right when he's throwing it and hits the forearm and damages his what? Old, old, ulnar collateral ulnar. nerve? Yeah, ul- this ulnar uh, collateral ligament, I believe, UCL, um, ulnar nerve. This and is this something- is apparently something that leads to Tommy John's injury or uh, surgery, which could take him out for a very long time, right? I mean, absolutely. I guess this happens pretty commonly with pitchers in the MLB. Uh, the ball's light in the MLB, so I think it uh, happens at a more rapid rate and stuff like that. Um, but people throw around the term career altering, like if he's to damage. So, like, and apparently I he had an not, injury dude. similar to this in college, uh, so it's not his first dance with it. The ulnar nerve is a weird thing. That's the shit that like your fingers will be numb and shit. Like my my dad had surgery on on that his ulnar nerve. Like and and it got botched a little bit. Like that's a whole thing. Like it got fucked with. But there was like if those if those nerves get fucked up, like you will just have like numb fingers and sometimes though you won't get feeling in them again. Like it, that's just mm-hmm. true. So a obviously that's not ideal for playing quarterback but it's also just not ideal for like life like how, how much do you want to sacrifice your body here um and i hope it's not to that extent i truly I hope it's hope not, not either uh and they came out today uh the head a head coach came out today doug Mc, doug mcdermott correct um, sean mcdermott sean doug mcdermott sean mcdermott uh came <gasps> out and he was like uh off the bat was like he's day-to-day i don't know if he's playing maybe uh, we'll, we'll see, but dude, that, to be that, it doesn't seem like a day-to-day injury to me. So, and we're not, a, the Vikings are a division. He kept playing after he, he got He did. He zipped, a, he zipped like a 70-yard pass after he hurt his arm. Uh, so it's not that he, it's not that he doesn't and not that he couldn't, but they're doing these tests and if there's even a possibility and he throws on it, 
it could fuck it up worse. So if it's a, if it's if it's a real thing, like if it's any risk of that, he can't be throwing. He shouldn't be. And that's not me, the Vikings fan. That's me, the sports fan who wants who thinks. Yeah, Josh you Allen's don't want to see Josh gone. Allen stunt <laughs> um, his career. No, of course not. And the only time Ugh, he's and missed... it wasn't even on a crazy gutsy rushing play. It was just no. on a routine drop back pass. And that's where quarterbacks are getting hurt all the time. Dak hit, like, fucked his hand up on like hitting it off a off a face mask. A lot of mean? people like, are hurting their hands and their fingers. And this one was like a perfectly you know, clean lo- hit. Seeing a lot of batted passes too. I'm seeing mm-hmm. I'm seeing batted balls like crazy and like maybe it's game. just better teaching of defensive lines right now or not but Finally. like I I'm, we're seeing like a lot of bad offense in this league. That's fair. In my opinion, defense um, is back, baby. I like that. So I hope everything goes well with Josh Allen. I'm still kind of wondering who's playing uh, the Could starting quarterback Keenan. against the, yeah against the Vikings. That would be pretty. I don't know. Poetic. All right, talk me through the Vikings versus the Commanders. It took you till the very end to to eke out a victory. Yeah, it was a pretty stressful game. Uh, we were definitely having trouble on offense in the long term. I mean, Jefferson got back in the end zone, which was great. Um, Dalvin had a fucking incredible like one-handed touchdown catch like in stride uh, this week. Like, it looked good. Oh um, my God. Like ev- people are firing on all cylinders. Hawkinson was in the building for three days, had like nine catches for 70 some yards, like came in and immediately made an impact. Um, Kirk is <laughs> iced out. They say that uh, when he's, when he's iced out and everybody's changed, that, that's not Kirk. That's Kirko. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Kirko bangs. Uh, they're ha- you know he's having he's having fun with it. Teams, teams that like like each other like this dude. That you know yes that comes with winning. Yes that comes with being on a six game winning streak. But hey man, I I I, I you don't always see this much love in a locker room. And and we this, haven't. Seen I got it a in little Minnesota taste of this in, in 2018 with the Bears when they had their club dub in the locker room after every win and mm-hmm. stuff, and they would put in a disco ball and like dance and shit. Um, it's kind of cool to see all that, like all the it vibes just, and all the camaraderie. It's just young too. I think that's part of it. Like it's just the energy, the the breath of fresh air that comes in with o- Kevin O'Connell and Quasia Dofaminsa. Uh, they come in. They they're making moves. This is the offense that that. That, may, that won the Rams a Super Bowl, and we're doing it with the pieces we have. Our team's stacked. There's young guys that are stepping up to perform on defense, I think, because in large part of this energy that comes with it. And mistakes are being made, and we're eking out victories. It's not pretty wins. None of these wins are pretty, but they're a lot prettier than a loss. You don't, you're not seven and one by accident. You're not on a six game winning streak by accident. And I think a lot of people, justifiably so, We'll find ways to poke holes into any one of our victories this season. That's fine. I think that the Vikings are still not performing up to snuff, and there's gonna come a point now that we're more like we're we're at the halfway mark where we're either gonna elevate to that point we're saying we can, or this is just who we are, and this might not cut it down the stretch because people are gonna people are gonna stop making less mistakes than us when it counts. You know what I mean? People are going to keep, aren't going to keep giving us the game away the way we were giving games away last year. Um, so we really need to take it to the next level. 
Yeah, Kirk needs to dial one up. I love him, man. Against I, the Bills. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving everything. There's a good energy it. in the gym. All right, let's burn through dude. a couple of these. Raiders drop one after coming out uh, really strong in the game against the Jaguars. They lose 27 to 20, even though Devontae Adams had almost a buck 50 with two touchdowns. This team can't buy a win. They keep betting all that. They keep losing to the house. You know, this is not a good Vegas team. They're two I, and six. I have a hard time ever, ever like placing a bet. Not a, bl- a bet. I have a hard time choosing them in the weekly bet because they're just not what? good. I well, they've got Jeff Saturday's Colts this weekend in Vegas, so I I think that I, I think that you them. might you, you chose the Colts. No, I chose the Raiders. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I think you might bet but on. But I week. don't like to choose them because no, they, they suck. suck. They just they suck. suck. No, they're, they're bad. Like, they're playing bad football, yucky, dude. Yes, unwatchable. Etn. For the for the ETN for the Jaguars is having a great stretch of games. He is a really, really good running back right now. But dude, you're coming out really strong. You're feeding the ball to Devontae Adams and then you're just imploding. And a lot of it is coaching because this this team was essentially the same last year with even less good players and was playing great football. So it's Mike I don't McDa- know, it's it's Mike Mc it's Josh, Josh McDaniel. McDaniel. Mike Daniels, Miami. You're you're Josh pulling McDaniel. a real Aiden Wright on the podcast. I know I'm doing today. the wrong first name. Ryan uh, Griffin. The it's third, Ryan, Ryan, Robert Griffin, Peter Griffin, um, Bears tight end no, Ryan Griffin, by the way. But it's McDaniel who took the Colts job and then, then and then said J.K. and Uno reversed them, right? Reverse, and, yes, and, same and, guy. And now fucking Jeff Saturday comes in and has the. It's so funny. Oh my god! The After Jeff Saturday themselves. tweeted out how bad the the Raiders are a few like a week ago. Did you see that? Yeah, he tweeted the Raiders are like really bad or something, and he's it's you the know first they team got, he's playing. Dude, oh my god, if I was at Allegiant Stadium, I'd have that up on the jumbotron. Oh my Boo. god, dude, can you imagine like the clips of Saturday I'd be putting up from ESPN just to fuck with his head while he's on the sideline, dude? Oh my god, this I'd is be like putting up deep the fakes trolls, of him saying dude. terrible the trolls things. Trolls are coming out to play, man, and Vegas like these Raiders fans don't fuck around. It's going to be All right. breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm going to watch that game and see what see what the narratives are. All right, Seahawks best the Cardinals. Kenneth Walker's playing great football. He gets 100 yards, two touchdowns. Geno Smith playing great football. Uh, Cardinals, football. quite the opposite. Not a good team. This is a team that needs to start winning, especially after paying their young quarterback. They are regressing. The Seahawks He's are ahead of up. schedule. It's not you good. You see that? Kyler's banged up. He was out of practice. He didn't. He would have. Uh, if it wasn't a walkthrough what? day, it was a walkthrough day for Arizona. But if it were a practice day, he wouldn't have practiced. He's banged up. Kyler is. Who is? Kyler. Kyler Murray. is. Correct. For what? Let me Google it. Okay, you, you you Google that. The Rams Buccaneers game, which we thought would be an uggo game, was in fact an uggo game. Except Tom Brady comes out on top at the very end, leading a vintage Tom Brady drive. Other than that, that game was almost unwatchable at times. Dude, Tom Brady skips the ball off the ground on like half of his throws. He is grandpa skips, and Matt Ryan's not too much better. Good. Fucking. Uh, not Matt Kyler Ryan, Mar- not Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford. Kyler Murray has a uh, hamstring injury. He's day to day, apparently. Um, Ooh, that would, that's going to limit his like uh, escapability. Dude, Matt, or fucking Tom Brady Stafford. versus Matt Stafford in this game, I swear to God, was like like fucking barnacle boy and fucking mermaid man just a couple of old ass heroes like ugh, like trying to like you know, shove the ball Barkley. down the field 
Dude, it's it's gross. And yes, Tom Brady does a vintage Tom Brady, and like you give him a two minute drill, he's gonna get you down the field and and win the game. But like, even that was like okay, good for him. Weirdly, his division's wide open because they all I know. suck. So like, he could go eight and nine and win this fucking division. And frankly, I hope he does. I hope the, I hope that Brady can keep this energy enough to just fucking inch his way, to, like crawl by his fingernails over the finish line, win the division. Fucking lose in the playoffs, retire quietly. We'll see you in the booth booth next season. I'm gonna love it. I, I, it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to seeing him in a nice suit. Ugh, they're playing bad football, Luke. They have it's one good drive ugly. to seal the deal. The Rams also playing bad football with a bunch of superstars too. I don't know what to say about it. That Donald's game was good. like difficult to watch. Donald's that was the game. That was. Wasn't that the one where there was only two afternoon games? And it, yes, and they were yeah. staggered by half an hour. Yeah, I was watching so, both. The Cardinals. I hate when Seahawks they do that. Give me game, three games to choose you. from. Also, poor you. Ugh. Well, they do. I pay a lot of money to have all the access to the game. So the least they could do is break daddy off and give me three in the afternoon slate. All right. Let's close it out for the week. Titans versus Chiefs. Chiefs win 20 to 17. Pat throws it 68 times. You're correct. It does go to overtime. 446 passing for Pat. Uh, They win the toss and they go get a field goal. Titans can't answer. Game over. Malik Willis starts the game uh, for the Titans. I I don't think he played necessarily great. Uh, Derrick Henry had 115 and two touchdowns, but it was kind of like a vintage Pat game. I mean, he threw it all the time. Patrick Mahomes is one of the best football players of all time, even if he retired two years ago. Like it, it's it's gross the stuff that he does on a weekly basis, and I want to make sure I say that from time to time on the record, just because it sounds obvious, but it it, it should be said. Yeah, if we ever it come back to look at this as a time like, like a timestamp or a capsule or whatever, it is important to note that this guy's generational. And every game freak. I see, I just my jaw drops or I just sigh so deeply. Cause I'm like, wow, this is obscene. The things that this guy can do on a football absolute field. freak. It, it, and I don't like, I, it just seems like it could go on forever. It's not, it's not the same as like the, even like the legendary quarterbacks of yore that we were talking about, like a Brady or a Rogers or like anything like that, or a man like this is, this guy is like, he's, he's, he's everything. He's like, you know, he's like, if they fucking, you put your hand on the space jam ball, like this guy's every good fucking, he's in possession of the gym. It's nuts. And I just like, I'm, I'm never, I'm never counting him out. Um, I, I think that Kansas city with Reed and with Reed and Mahomes are going to perennially have a chance to, to make a deep playoff run. I agree. It's not a hot Ravens, take, but it has Monday said. night. Monday night, Ravens come out on top against the Saints. The Saints look deflated. The Ravens are playing better than they played in a while. Kenyon Drake gets two touchdowns. Lamar looks good. Uh, Olave had a pretty solid game, I thought, but this Saints team's just not very good right now. Without the interceptions, and I know that's like a how was the play, Mister Lincoln? Aside from you know, uh, but without the interceptions. Like fucking, I thought the Saints were playing all right. I these the Saints are. But yeah, I mean, the Saints are better than their record shows. Like, and and Dalton is better than the way he looked on Monday night. Like, I I think th- that's an outlier <clears throat> because 
I've been really impressed by by their offense and and the team, despite uh, a lot of a lot of things going against them. Hey, Roquan flashed early, but it was essentially those two flashes, and that was it for him. He had two tackles. Uh, that's a critique I've had for him. Correct, but that's a critique I've had for him. He te- he can get very washed out in running plays if he can't jump uh like one of the gaps and get around an offensive lineman because he just doesn't engage with offensive linemen he just can't do it he hasn't been able to do it since college but if he can line it up and 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 knife in there he will light you up in the hole and potentially stop you like he did against kamara all right luke are there any other things you want to talk about before we do our weekly picks i want you to light me up in the hole okay dude i'm (laughs) sure if we drove to canton bought our own pads we could find some of those like fucking drill things that we used to do the like little uh roadside uh cone they thing just you have let to us run come through. in and use them they'd just be like hey come on over you think we're so? alumni yes we were you captains. think we could strap up and go tackle some kids no definitely not what if we insurance. worked our way up to that and did it like jokingly without asking oh and we can do anything you want without asking it's like you know how like an nfl player comes to a high school and they're like haha like let's line it up and then they jokingly tackle the kid but like right. i I, you know, rip around the edge, hit them with a fucking swipe move. Joey Bosa, I've learned about this for years from watching. And I just light this sucker up. I'd want to do it. We need to find we need to find somebody who bullied us and then and then and then bring them out and, yeah. and put the pads on. That'd be great. Yeah. I think we could set that up. You just need to Oklahoma get a little drill. smidge smidge more famous and then we can do it. Pick any teacher from Canton High School, Oklahoma drill them right now. Oh, Any male teacher. Let's not name drop, but I have a few in mind. <laughs> All right. And it, it might have been a certain somebody that told me that I wasn't allowed to kick over a microphone stand. <laughs> Take me through the picks. All right. Should we talk about Snyder and the Washington Commanders evoking the name of Brian Robinson when talking about the like DC uh, Attorney General coming after them? And they're like, well, we had a player that was shot multiple times due to the rampant crime. And because of the the local, like the attorney general, and then the same attorney general is going to come after us. And then everyone's like, you're disgusting. Why would you bring your fucking football player into that? They like tokenized him as, as a part of violence that is, um, le- they're basically implying that the attorney general is letting violence run rampant. So why are they coming and investigating their crimes? <laughs> That's such a fucking ridiculous thing to say, but. A, a second a second person was charged or or like uh or whatever for the brian robinson uh shooting the robbery or whatever and that's this kid was fucking 14 it's crazy that is insane like 17 and get... 14 all right luke let's get into the picks for this week starting with tomorrow night's game atlanta at carolina how do you want to do it you want to go alternating you want to go first what's up i it's a, uh, i already picked mine so we're good you I, go first go ahead cool i got atlanta atlanta's um just hot enough. Cordero Patterson's back too and doing pretty solid. I think um, Carolina is also maybe tanking, even though they have been sticking in some games. It's, it's Atlanta for me. How about you? Not quite hot, Atlanta, lukewarm, maybe Atlanta, but I also have Atlanta in this one. I don't think Carolina, even at home, is going to mm-hmm. come out on top, especially because Atlanta is competing. Um, I'm excited to kind of. I like it when it's shitty teams in primetime only for the fact that you get 
to finally like dive in and see what the dysfunction is and what's going on. Other than that, because you don't really all often get a good game on primetime with them, but at least you get to see what's happening. Like I'm interested to see the quarterback situation. They're, they're fine for a Thursday. Like when else am it's I going to watch? It's a good point. It's like when else am I going to watch the Falcons or the Panthers? Like, like right I'm not going to knowingly choose to watch them. So no. it's a good way to get a good scope of the league. You get all totally. eyes on one team. Yeah. Totally. All right. Very glass half In- full of you. It's not like you. In Deutschland. Dude, that is a land that I lived in multiple years. I would go back in a heartbeat. I plan on visiting, maybe even living there again someday. You're going to buy some fucking German beer or something for the game? I don't know. I have a Belgian beer in the other room. Make some sausage. Oh, I love sausage. I have a Belgian beer downstairs, Delirium. All right, Seattle versus Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, not a home team. They're all both away. I... I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I thought about it for a little bit. I've got Seattle in this one. Oh, I, I have Seattle and I didn't think about it for a minute. Uh, Seattle's it's balling. Still, it's still hard, but like they're playing so well. You know, their running balling. game is going to transfer because Kenneth Walker's killing it. He is. And Gino's killing it. And it was uh, Pete Carroll said today, like, I think it was like on the, on a radio show um, that another reason they're balling so hard is that Gino will wear a wristband for him. And it's easier to immediately call in a play and or transfer a play or change it or whatever. And that Gino, there was resistance to do that before, uh, uh, meaning that like Russell wouldn't wear a wristband and wasn't like, uh, and and would seemingly resist to to the play call or his resistance to wearing the wristband, uh, slowed down the the flow of the offense. And, so they um, couldn't go hurry up. Negative and negatively affected the team is how it sounds to me. That's how I read that. that I mean, uh, look, like, you get to Gino, say those things Gino when you're playing twice. really good football, right? But it's like it's 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 another interesting little wrinkle there to be like, yeah, Gino just trusts what we're saying and does it. It's like, okay, so that means Russ wasn't just a little, yeah, just a little nugget of knowledge. You know what? Before the podcast. I think I saw a tweet or a quote from Russell saying, I think I won a lot of games without a wristband, and I did not know what the context for that was. So now I know. It's Well, uh, there you go. Another little, little conversation point between those two. All right, Minnesota at Buffalo. This one was difficult for me, Luke, because this is tough. I don't know who the quarterback is going to be for Buffalo. If it's a healthy Josh Allen, I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. But since I don't necessarily know if it will even be any version of Josh Allen, I'm going to have to air with the Vikings on this one. Okay. I mean, I, it sucks that you have to be held to a Wednesday pick on this, I will say, because uh, we might not know if it's Josh Allen until Saturday. I would something. legitimately, if it was Josh Allen, switch my pick, but I'm not going to do that because <coughs> that wouldn't be fair. I'm going to take Minnesota, though I do think that the Buffalo Bills are a really good team. And I mean – you guys have been losing. You guys have been winning games close, like you mentioned, which is always good. You're coming out on top when last year you were not. But this is the team that'll take advantage if you make any mistakes, and this is the team that'll have a killer instinct and finish. And Hostile even without Josh Allen, I wouldn't be Hostile. surprised if they put up a tough fight. I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. I've had this circled on the schedule. You for got weeks. the. You got the Vikings. I absolutely have the Vikings. I'm not you looking should. forward to it though. Like I, I, like I said, I've had it circled. I've, I've been, I've been looking at this stretch of games for a while now. Um, I try not to look ahead, just like the players. But uh, I've been seeing <gasps> Buffalo much I, I, like the know. players, Luke and I. Yeah, you know, but Buffalo's there. We have the Cowboys coming up. 
You have the jets coming up. I mean, there's a lot. These are the tests, and these. Are, I do a lemon water wins. cleanse two days before my pick sheet every week. Okay, on the money, and it's not <laughs> bearing these, fruit yet. If these wins, I mean, if we get a, if we get the Bills of Josh Allen, that included. But if not, those other teams that I mentioned, like these are the games where people can finally decide whether or not we're legitimate. Uh, I feel as though the Vikings are legitimate. I think the talent speaks. Um, for itself but i do think they need to put it together this is a win for me um in my opinion we can keep going detroit at chicago you give me it first i also have the bears i think justin field just ran for 178 (laughs) yards (laughs) it's clicking bro it's clicking it's great to see the lions team is still not that great what does that say about the packers but they're sky high off of a victory that they probably shouldn't have had whereas the bears are making history on offense where they basically should have won a game and had it ripped from their hearts right at the end they're gonna come in ready to fucking kill at home and they're gonna win against the lions the thing i was saying earlier about the vikings and having a locker room where they like like each other and stuff the lions have that and they suck so like that's a team that's that cool. is that's a team that likes each other and likes their coach and has bought in um and fucking held the Packers to 9 points last week but this is a team that's usually giving up like 30 a game and you're an offense that's getting hot at midseason where Justin Fields means, does means, not like Aiden Hutchinson. He's going to run through and around him. I see that uh I just see the the old the old fucking chart looking good man i see the, the <laughs> you, I see the it's fucking, going up boop, look at the regression boop, line through those like, through that scatter plot you my friend. going on the, yeah look at that scatter plot and progression over like week one to now and and, and honestly if, if it stands to reason the transitive property no that doesn't work but uh i'm literally about to be a statistician of sorts so like i should be more knowledgeable when i talk about i i think you're on the way up and i think that you're gonna keep nabbing wins unfortunately for your draft position but you have a lot of picks so it's fine Ugh, i love it i love seeing justin fields play like i know he can i like it too remember when he's so good remember when kirk was informed by rick spielman that we were gonna draft justin fields that happened Hey, he's like, and now Kurt, he, they go, sir, are you aware that you're not going to be the quarterback because we're drafting Ohio State Buckeye Justin Fields? What? I said, sir, are you? <laughs> All right. Okay, next you we son have of Den- a bitch. Why? Denver <laughs> at Tennessee. Um, I have Tennessee. I don't trust Dude. Denver further than I can throw him. Uh, and I Derrick have Henry Tennessee. is a young god. How could you do that? All right. Jacksonville at pick. Kansas City. <laughs> I have Kansas City. I mean, yeah, okay. Sorry. I have Kansas City, Aiden, to be the fucking Jaguars. <laughs> Mahomes right, is doing a... that Belichick thing. He's like, the Jaguars are good. I'm like, no, they aren't. He did the same thing against the Bears, and then we beat their ass at home <laughs> in the fog. All right. Here's one that we may differ on Cleveland at Miami. I, I went a little wishy-washy on this one, and I saw what Miami can do, and I acknowledge it. However, Cleveland's coming off a bye week. They have the weapons to pass rush, and my biggest critique against Miami was we had zero pass rush against them. I think they have a week's rest. Miami has a chance to drop this one to an away team. I have Cleveland. Where's Tua? <laughs> where's that's what tua? i've got dude i've got where what are you doing up there nah dude where's i've got tua? tua tua who almost won a seat on the florida the florida house 
Florida Dude, he Senate. got like two percent of the vote. Just <laughs> something <Tula>. like that. <laughs> in in an uh, unprecedented sucks. red tsunami in oh the state my of Florida. God. Um, where's no, dude, Tua? I, that is Aiden. I'm sorry, man. I don't normally turn the say lights that. off. I don't normally say that, man. I think that is a bad pick. Like these these dolphins are insanely good insanely good and i hate to say it because i've i've had i was like i don't know if mike daniel's even a good coach i'm wrong he's a good coach and this team is fucking firing i think the dolphins are gonna beat the absolute shit out of the browns yeah they just might why would you say that that's so mean the barber lady told me my hair is really thinning significantly like she said it really mean I mean, and when I told like, D when she got home, I told her the whole story, and D just smiled and then looked up at my hair and then looked Jesus. in my eyes, and she didn't say anything until after she did that. And I said, "Okay, so wait like that's you, where we're at." Wait till you turn thirty, dude. Every day you're just gonna, you're looking out the fucking window like Bella and New Moon. She's like, <laughs> you know, I guess I just have to make a significant amount of money in this life if I want anyone to like me going forward. I don't have any, so Fuck. I'm lucky that Taylor loves me. Houston at New York Giants. I got the Giants in this one, bub. Yeah, me too. Giants are hot. Hot Texans New are not. Orleans at Pittsburgh. You know I got those Saints. Steelers. Where's Tua? Steelers um, are really? on a bye week. Steelers are on point. a bye week. Monday night game for the Saints where they got thrashed and didn't look good, so it's a short week for them. At home in Pittsburgh, I've got Pittsburgh. I, you know, those are all very good reasons. I just have I have a weird little – I'm high on the Saints. I have no idea. I've just been high on them the last few weeks. Look, both of these teams are gross. Um, Najee is apparently going to get phased out of the offense due to being ineffective. It's the which worst. Which is – Try I having him Najee in like years. three fantasy leagues. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> Najee. Um yeah, it's Next, not ideal. Indianapolis at Las Vegas. I have Vegas, like we said. Raiders. Dude, if the I Raiders can't for- win this, forfeit the season. It's over. Dude, if dude. you want bulletin board material, has there ever been a head coach who tweeted out two weeks prior to playing a team that the team they're playing sucked? I, I'm like... From I Maine? This, From I Maine? Just, I just don't even know. Like, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to think. I think all eyes are going to be on this game to see what happens with Saturday. I mean, like the media is going to eat it up if he, if he like looks inept. And the fact of the matter is like, how else could he look? Uh, Unfortunately. And uh, God damn it. I meant to look up who's calling the plays, but it's like a a young kid. Um, Never heard of him. And I mean, I would have Matt Ryan call the plays, frankly. But how do you have the balls to walk in there and be like, yeah, you got benched uh, by Ursay and the last head coach. I'm Jeff Saturday, by the way. I want a Super Bowl <clears throat> here. Ever heard of it? Um, I don't know if you've heard of me. You want to call offense, Matty Eyes? <laughs> they played in the league at the same time together, dude. They know each other. Next game, Dallas at Green Bay. Parks in this Frazier. One- Parks Frazier is calling the plays for the Colts on uh, – oh. That's not yeah, a that's not a strong there. name. That's a person. Okay, why did they switch his last name and first name at birth? You ask me. I mean, you tell me. I have no idea. Frazier Parks sounds like a normal person, not Parks Frazier. Dude, this guy looks so young. Oh my gosh, um, he's our age, isn't so he? So they fired their offensive coordinator, Mar- uh, Marcus Brady. 
after week eight, obviously. So it's going to belong to assistant Parks Frazier. He's 30, my age. Uh, he joined the staff as one of Reich's original hires in 2018. Former Northeast Mississippi and Murray State quarterback spent the first two years as an assistant to the head coach, helping with the practice plan, call sheet scripts, yada, yada. I mean, that makes sense. If a personal hire for Reich, who was the OC, uh, I mean, that see, that alone makes it, there's like more ground to like give that dude like that. That's like, I can see it, you know, whatever. They can't get Young. any worse. They can't get any worse. <clears throat> All right. We have Dallas at Green Bay. In this one, I have the Dallas Cowboys, Luke. I think Green Bay is about to drop, like, what, a seventh in a row? Is it sixth or seventh? Um, I'm, I think, I think this will be seventh. Six. Really? I yeah. mean, they're on a skid, dude. And Dallas maybe is not, maybe six, really good. Know. Like, Dallas needs the win. Like, Dallas is hungry. They're competing for the top of a very fucking good division. So, um, I don't think the Packers stand a chance in fucking hell. Not with win. all the injuries on top of the poor play. I, mean, I think Aaron Dallas might get play fucking in the cold. pummeled. It's going to be chilly, but like, uh, is the cold going to stop? Like, Some people have Micah Parsons on their MVP list. Like, There's been two defensive MVPs in the history of like the modern NFL. Like, Maybe NFL compl- like, to- at total. He's ridiculous. So I, I think Rodgers is in for another tough day if he couldn't hack it against the Lions. Real quick... Because I always think of my draft takes on Parsons, and I always reflect back on that. I had a comment about Sauce Gardner where I was like, look, I really like Sauce Gardner, but I just have this inkling, this feeling that he could just be this huge bust after everyone talked about how insane <laughs> shutdown of a corner. And I want to I want to really quickly talk about how I didn't necessarily think that's what was going to happen. I did really <laughs> like him and thought he was good. But like he seemed like one of those guys because he's skinny and all those things, and he played at Cincinnati. Maybe he couldn't transition, but like, holy shit, man, he's, he's playing like the best corner in the entire league right now. Mm-hmm. As a as a true frosh, as a rookie, he, he's awesome. Like it would be, Ugh. like Jets fans must feel like spoiled to finally with corners, have, like, and just finally have like a team clicking like for the first time. And I mean, well over a decade. And that's with that's with Zach Wilson not playing very good football. Keep that yeah. in mind. That's what the rest and of the Sala, talent elevating them. Sala, like when he was saying, like, we're keeping receipts of everybody talking shit. I was like, well, keep a lot of receipts. You're going to suck. And I was so wrong. Like, so eat that. I'll eat, I'll he eat just that shows day. up and beats the crap out of you. Sauce Gardner just I would, beats you I up. would. Sauce. I don't, I think, I don't think I ever knocked Sauce. In fact, I wanted him to be the Vikings or, or to be drafted by the Vikings. Robert Sala. Could you imagine would, if you guys got Sauce Gardner? I would respect Robert Sala giving me a slug to the face because I thought the Jets would suck, and I thought that was laughable when he said that. Picture picture if for some reason the Jets and the Houston Texans didn't draft <sighs> corners back-to-back, and one of them lasted until the Vikings so you didn't have to trade back with the Detroit Lions. And you could have, instead of getting uh, the dude Andrew Booth who's not even sniffing the field, you could have got Sauce Gardner on your football team. Think about that for half a second. I think I think Booth might pan out. I, you know, I don't have time to think of these scenarios, Aiden. I I, I look at my seven and one Vikings. And, <laughs> what a zinger and, to me! And and I look at my shut up. Moving I on. Look I, at, I'm not I even. Look getting, at, nope. I'm not dignifying that. <laughs> How dare you? I don't have time uh, for these imaginations, these ideations yeah, of your little God mind. God bless the broken road that led me straight to the seven and one Vikings. So whatever okay. happened happened for a reason, baby. 
Luke's not in the mood for entertaining hypotheticals, and he is not going to suffer. It'd be me. nice. Cam Dantzler's, uh on the injury report. I mean, like we're playing with. I mean, a Caleb, a Caleb, a Caleb Evans. Fuck, I'm fucking that up. Um, came in. He's a rookie, and he had some nice plays and had to step up for Dantzler on Sunday. But that's even if it's Case Keenum, like. Case Keenum's a very able quarterback that can chop up backup corners if, if he has to. He has Stefan Diggs. Do you think you're better than me? I don't think I'm better than you. I think my team is Are you classist? I don't fuck Sauce Gardner. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm a big fan. When he wore the cheese head, like I would I would get him in the I'd do anything for that. wearing the cheese head. Like I'd get that photo up in the office. That's just great. I love that moment. All right, let's close this out though. Here's another really hard pick. Arizona Cardinals at LA Rams. This does suck because really hard pick. Uh, oh, and do you, are sir? Are you aware that concussion Matt Stafford is protocol. in concussion protocol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um who I'll just go ahead. I have know, the Rams in this one. Okay. I think that makes all the sense in the world. I'm so split. I have a feeling Kyler has a better shot to play on a hamstring. Then Stafford on a concussion, no point to rush him back. They're not playing first. I mean, I mean, it's a division game. Fuck. I have the Cardinals because I think the Rams suck. It's a tough one. <laughs> the Rams right, losing El- on like that was pathetic. Like, they, like it was they bad, had, dude. They that's like an ugly way to lose. It was just a move. All right, L.A. Chargers at San Francisco primetime. Brad special. Uh, this is going to be a very exciting California game. Who do you have as the victor? The San Francisco 49ers uh, at home. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I, I they're, sorry, they're feeling, Brad. They're coming off of a nice restful week. Um, Garoppolo, look out looks for Nick able. Bosa. Uh, their defense is solid. Uh, their offense is above average. <laughs> like I, I think that they're rested up and gonna chop up these injure injury ridden fucking chargers and herbert's playing with like you know his ribs have to still feel a little soft like I, they can't feel good squishy even yeah look i think the chargers are good i think this is going to be a great primetime game that's going to come down to the wire but awesome i think Sunday the difference is going to be one yeah like i think Lil max still making great plays but like nick bosa is a threat off the edge which mo- Mac is not always a threat off the edge and you don't have Nick's older brother playing and your best fucking free agent pickups are getting hurt. Your offensive linemen are getting hurt. A lot of people are getting hurt on that chargers team. Whereas uh, not a lot of health issues for the 49ers and they're adding a CJ uh, or Christian McCaffrey. So it's like, I'm just going to take San Francisco home in that one, man. Cause that's, who's going to win. I'm sorry. I would have to agree. I mean, like, I, I just, it feels right. But um, if I'm going to eat some more shit, I will uh, real fast. I have also talked down on the Chargers head coach uh, on the air this season and stuff, but they're winning more than they're losing. Like, that, I, to my... They loaded up my, for a Super Bowl run, to be fair, though. To not... I, I know. But uh, I wouldn't say to my chagrin, but to my... Um, Oh no! What's the word? And I was wrong. Fuck! I'm a fuck up. I, guess, I would say good. you're not wrong for criticizing him. I'd say that's a team that should be playing very, very well and is dealing with be a lot better of injuries. Than they are right, and they're they're yeah they're limping. They're limping through five the season and three. Currently. Five Look, and three. let's just point out the fact that this the whole season this 
there's not a lot of there's not a lot of is parody the right word like everyone's middling in this in this league yeah. except for like 10 teams on the outskirts and then a bunch of people just stuck in the middle of playing poor football it's down and dude the the drum continues to bang i don't remember who i just saw uh who, another player that was like requesting or, or like trying to like fucking rally the troops to get rid of turf they're like we can't plant in turf there's no give it's like planting in cement the injuries are are egregious like it needs to happen like and i i think that we're gonna get a i think we will end up getting a better product if we go to grass because there won't be as many injuries as we're seeing i really do feel that way i think it probably will affect head injuries too hitting a fucking hitting in the fucking grass and dirt as opposed to hitting whatever the fuck rubber beads on top of cement or whatever the fuck yeah it doesn't feel good if you've ever been on a turf you can obviously have a good product for a television because you can you can paint the turf very easily it's always going to be a pretty good color for you and pretty um, consistent and players are going to run fast on it because they're going to be able to plant and go quick, but they're going to plant and not always have any give to it and tear their fucking ACLs quite often. A lot of hip injuries too. So many, like so many, I think it was like, it's, it's just a matter of like players feel as though players feel as though that, Owners make all these money, all this money, and the NFL makes all this money off their back. And they should spend that money on uh, spend on 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 going the extra mile and getting the grass for all the stadiums. I fucking that's basically the tweet, and I wish I could find who fucking said it. Have you seen all of the stuff? Oh, you're off Twitter. Have you seen um, LeBron James? Everyone's saying he lied in a quote, and then a bunch he of people did. are riffing off of it. Okay, yes, dude. well, dude, the one that cracked me up the most is like it's like the young LeBron in the interview chair, and it said, "When my best friend's girl asks if he was with me in any specific date or time," <laughs> and then it's like me it's about LeBron. to basically go on an elaborate lie for him. Oh my god, dude! Fucking oh, one dude, of them was, was like, it was fucking Kittle was set, was tweeting it too. Who Sorry. Kittle was was tweeting about. Um, the turf and stuff back in February, February, uh, February, in February, Kittle was saying that artificial turf plays like feeling on, uns- or feels like playing on cement. Time to play smarter, not harder. Flip the turf by signing the petition. He had to change that org. Twenty eight percent more non contact lower body injuries occurred on turf. This was Kittle. Well, the league is rebuttaling and saying there's no uh, meaningful, significant statistic or data that they have that they've gathered that is provable that it's safer to play on grass. Which I don't necessarily agree with. I think that it's mo- mostly a cost issue. I think they should be playing on grass as well. I'm all for I'm players. Just banging safety. that drum. All right, we can keep going. Let's finish up. We have one more. Oh, uh, the Monday sorry, night. I knew I was time. saying. I knew I was saying it is for this... reasons because it was because of. Uh, I think they were saying it about J.C. Jackson and the Chargers from a few weeks ago. Oh, gotcha. Washington Commanders at Philadelphia division game on Monday night. I have Philly, though. I could see this one being a, a sneaky, a sneaker. The oh, Washington I've... defensive front is talented, and you know that firsthand after playing against them. Oh, I do, and dude, they put they put a few shots on Kirk that were like disgusting. I I, I thought maybe we were gonna lose Kirk for a couple weeks. Like he was getting like he stayed down after a shot to the ribs, and he doesn't stay down normally. Like they were putting licks on him, and Kirk takes hits just like your quarterback takes hits. Some some quarterbacks can hang hang in there, and they take a lot of shots. Like. 
but man, were they laying lumber and Chase Young's not even on the field. Like he's just yeah. watching, just like barking from the sideline. Like goddamn, fucking, oh my god, dude, he's terrified. I'm scared. I'm scared just looking he's at him. He's so hoodie. good. So yeah, we snuck he's out of the there predator. With I'm thrilled about it. He's great, dude. He's fucking awesome. I, I, I think that they have some really cool young pieces in that franchise. That once Snyder's gone and we like, you know, they 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 have a chance to get a cool youth movement going. That's it for the week, bub. We have. Let's see. Oh, you have Philly, I assume, right? Of course, Philly, dude. Yeah, so we have one, two, three different picks this week. A chance for me to close the gap. What are they? You think that the Browns versus, let's see. We got Browns versus Miami split, New Orleans versus Pittsburgh split, Arizona versus Rams. I feel very confident about two of those. Yeah, the uh, Miami versus the Browns one I don't feel necessarily confident about, but I just have it in my head. You're going to look win. like a G if you get that right. Like that's, that's a really like ballsy pick in my opinion. So if you get that right, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat a full crow pie right here on air. Hey, ASMR, look, just Mao Luke, <gasps> Luke had a really good pick having the lions upset last week. And I said it live. I said, look, I, I mean, it's going to suck to lose a point. I th- it kind of feels like you're giving me a freebie, but if the Lions win, I'm going to be rooting for them. That's so exciting. I felt confident about that. I just think that the I the, like, like it. The, the sometimes sometimes it doesn't matter if if you're the defending two time MVP if everybody hates your guts and nobody wants to play mm. with you. And your wide receivers aren't good enough, and you keep talking about it to everyone and their dog, and now they have no confidence. Everyone, like, oh my god, like my my parents always said to not air your dirty laundry. That's all I got to say about it. He's that. just taking it and going, I'm, I'm, and just I'm flicking outside. it out. His, his rookie receivers are outside getting dirt and onto their, like into their eyeballs and on their tongue. They're coughing and spitting up all this gross shit. Yeah. Cat hair, ayahuasca flakes. Dude, it's fucking. probably all the fucking leftover like hospital and like plant worker clothes from Chernobyl that's down in the basement. Just. <laughs> Just flicking it out. For NFL Mayo. I've been Luke. A maiden. <laughs> we'll see you. We'll see you in Chernobyl, folks. Bye bye. Have you ever watched the Chernobyl doc? The Chernobyl doc on HBO. Yeah, they made a series too. NFL Mayo. They did both. They did the. I think they did the doc later, but uh.